We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dagwood Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. It's testimony time. Well, today we have some powerful testimonies here. My name is Evelyn from Waltham Store. My testimony today is about how God healed me through a seed that I sowed during the camp with our daddy, Bishop Dag, in Birmingham. Oh, I thought you would clap. For the past 10 years, I have been suffering from a condition that caused excessive sweating in my palms and feet. It was so bad that I had to carry extra slippers to work, around six pairs or more, to change into, as my shoes would often get wet very quickly, both in winter and summer. But during the last day of the camp in Birmingham, Bishop Dag was taking offerings for healing Jesus. So I came forward to receive an envelope and gave an amount I had never given before. After this, Bishop prayed and said that any condition you came here with, you are not going back with it. I believed it and I received it fully. And to the glory of God, the sweating of my palms and feet has ceased totally forever. Oh, hallelujah. Wow. What an awesome God we serve. I just want to thank God for his healing miracle. And I would like to thank Bishop Doug for the words he spoke over my life and over all of our lives. I would like to encourage you all to continue to give towards the work of God and to believe in God for a blessing and it will surely come to pass. Amen. Oh, I said amen. Our second testimony. I have an awesome testimony to share with you. My testimony is about how God blessed me with a house. (laughs) Through prayer and an offering that I gave during the gathering service I attended in Tottenham with Bishop Richard. Wow. During the service, Bishop Richard was taking offerings. I think offerings are working. Yeah. Was taking offerings and he was, as he was receiving the offerings, he said that through this offering, some people will have their own houses. At this time, I was living in someone else's house. So I decided to come forward for an envelope. And glory to God, within just one week, God blessed us with our own home. Amen. Much bigger space than the one we were staying in. 
What is amazing is that we actually did not qualify for it. Six other people had viewed this house and they had families. We didn't have it. But the manager of the organization said for some reason they preferred to give it to us. Wow. It's amazing. Is God not amazing? I just want to thank God for the favor that was shown to us. And I also want to take this opportunity to thank Bishop Richard for his prayers and declaration during the offering time at the Tottenham gathering service. Amen. Wow. We have another wonderful testimony. Yeah. My name is Michael and my testimony is about how God has blessed myself and my wife with a new home. People are receiving homes. During the name it, claim it, take it prayer service on 22nd July, you said that, that is, yeah, you said that very soon someone here will be moving into a new place and will have the keys to your own home with speed. When you declared that, I believed and I received it fully. However, I still felt that it may take a long time for this to happen. But to the glory of God, within seven days, we had our offer accepted with ease and with speed. In addition, we were told we could move into the new place by the 4th of August if we wanted to. The agent told us many people had made better offers for the house, but ours was accepted instead. Is God not so wonderful? Yeah. We now, ha- we now have the keys to the place by the grace of God and are moving into our new home to the glory of God. We want to thank God for this miracle and for the opportunity Bishop has given us to come here Saturday mornings to pray. Why don't you put your hands together for God, for all these wonderful miracles that he is doing for us. Hallelujah. Wow. Are you not excited? Are you not excited? Hallelujah. Our God is a miracle God. He's a miracle working God. Amen. The Bible says that with God all things are possible. We want to rise up onto our feet and just call upon this same God who has given these people these miracles to also attend to our prayers. Listen to your, listen, listen to the, the, the testimonies that have just been shared. We can also receive our testimonies. Do you believe it? Do you believe it? I said, with God, all things are possible. We serve a living God. We serve a true God. Hallelujah. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice and just seek the presence of God. Lift up your voice and seek the presence of God. The appearance of God. The provision of God. The presence of God. Oh, the possibilities of God. Let it be our portion in the name of Jesus. Oh, the testimonies that he has given. Oh, to the elect may be also our portion in the name of Jesus. Healing shall be our portion because the God that we serve 
the God that we serve, with him all things are possible. With him all things are possible. With him all things are possible. Call upon him. Call upon him this evening. With the God that we serve, all things are possible. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Don't get tired. Lift up your voice. Oh, call upon him. Call upon him. The impossibility in your life shall become possible. In the name of Jesus, all that which your hearts have desired, the Lord shall do it for you. The Lord will turn things around for you. The Lord will make a way for you. He will bring down opposition. Walls of opposition will come down. In the name of Jesus, because the God that we serve is a God of possibilities. He's a God of breakthrough. He's a God of renewed strength. He's a God that will make things work for us. Lift up your voice, somebody. Pray to God, somebody. Give him all the praise. Give him all the worship. Give him all the praise. Give him all the praise in this place. Worship him with our prayer today. Lift up your voice. Don't be shy. Lift up your voice and say, God, I know that with you all things are possible. That situation that is breaking me, that situation that is bothering me, this wall of opposition that is mounted in front of me, Lord, bring it down now. Bring it down now. In the name of Jesus, take off the limits, the limits that the enemy has put down on me. Take it off, O oh Lord. Take off these limits, O oh Lord. Let the limits come off. Let the, uh, the limits and the limitations come off. Lord, I want to serve you. I want to be with you, O oh Lord. Oh, we know that with you, all things are possible. All things are possible. All things are possible. Oh, call upon him call upon him today call upon him that situation that you thought was impossible God is turning it around God is turning it around the diagnosis of the doctor God is turning it around oh in the name of Jesus oh whatever the banks have said to you whatever your managers have said to you any negative shall be turned around in the name of Jesus lift up your voice begin to thank God begin to thank God oh he's a miracle working God he's a miracle working God he's a miracle working God somebody give him some praise in this place somebody give him some praise in this place in the name of Jesus thank you Lord thank you Father you may take your seats let us put our hands together welcome Marcella
Good to my 
careful, 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 careful. She loves strange woman. Avoid her at all cost, or you will pay the price. Straight woman, hunting for the life of God's anointed. So be careful, careful, careful.
opportunity that we have to be in your presence. Feed us, Lord. Enlighten us, Lord. Increase us, Lord, in wisdom and understanding. Thank you for the blessedness of opportunity to be in church and to be in your presence. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And the saints of God said, Amen. Give Jesus a mighty hand clap offering. God bless you. And you may take your seats. Somebody dropped a hairpin here. Is it expensive? I don't think so. But it's a bit, you know. Hi. Good to see all of you. Well, I think we have all the way from the Philippines. One. A favorite sister of mine. Very happy to see her. And um, excited in my soul to see her. And uh, I think that we'd like to hear some greetings from the Philippines. Would you like to hear greetings from the Philippines? Please welcome Sister Leonora Jamie. What a girl, what a sister. Wow. Are you not happy to see her? Mercy. I feel so much joy to see her. <laughs> Hello, everyone. 
Magandan Gabi, Kamustaka. I bring you greetings from Manila. Hallelujah. And from all the brethren there. I'm very happy to be here. See Bishop Richard and all of you. Sister Philippa, I've missed you. <laughs> It's a great joy to be here on a Tuesday. Every Tuesday evening, I just think about what is happening here. And I'm glad to be here to sit at the feet of Bishop Richard to be fed the word one more time. It's really nice to see you all. God bless you. What a blessing. It's always good to see the good ones. (laughs) Forgive, but it's true. It's true. May you also make your pastors and your friends happy. May someone always be happy to see you. And not be angry when they see you. Or, Or indifferent. So it's not even anger. They are just indifferent. It's like if you are there, be there. If, if you, you've come, eh? okay. But it shall not be your story. Yeah. I'm very happy to see you, Sister, Sister LJ. All the way from Philippines. Thank you for coming to share fellowship with us. I also bring you greetings from Accra. Uh, we had, we had our first love denomination had our Mountain of the Lord camp. And um, it, was, it was really awesome. It was powerful. I tell you, the church is marching on. The church is marching on. The church is growing. Uh, I mean, just first love denomination could fill the great hall. You could already, and that's a section. That's a section of the church, because uh, in England, just about between fifty or sixty people were there, and so you can imagine if everybody troops there. So already the church is growing. First love has already established themselves in the nation. So, so master seed be warned. Be warned because. Your, your children are growing up and they're advancing with might and strength Amen. and anointings and gifts. Amen. That was a very powerful time. Um, we had Bishop preaching to us and ministering to us very powerfully. Um, talked to us about, it was a very spiritual camp. I think it's the most spiritual camp I've ever attended. Very, very spiritual camp. We're really trained and exercised in spiritual things and programmed to think and to see things in a very spiritual way. It's as though, it's as though I've never heard about prayer before. Yeah, because the theme of the camp was everything by prayer, nothing without prayer. And, uh, and he was just teaching about the uh, prayers of Jesus. Prayers of Jesus. Uh, it was really awesome. I mean, when the messages come out, take your time and eat it. Don't rush through it. And pastors, don't start preaching it. Because 
preaching things, listening to things to preach, especially after a short time like this, takes out of the message for yourself, the spirit of it. You never get this. You cannot, you cannot teach. What, what was taught is not something that you can wake up and then by next Sunday say you started a series on everything by prayer because the, the person speaking was speaking from his spirit, from a very, very deep part, something that he knows and has practiced. It's not just head knowledge that he's just communicating. So, so it's, it's one of the things that you also have to learn not to pounce on messages and start preaching because that's where you even tell yourself the lie of you know it and yet you don't pray as much as even what you are teaching or you don't do what you are teaching or you don't even do a fraction of what you are doing or what you are, what you are sharing. So it's a very, it was a very uh, awesome camp, a very beautiful camp, beautiful atmosphere, beautiful people, nice people, very colorful. You shall have seen the first love colors. The red and white was all over the place. I had red and white shoes that I was, I was wearing at the camp. I'm sure one of these Sundays I'll take it to church for. Because if I bring it here, uh, Master C, people will stone me. So I can only take it to first love. But it was, we had a good time. I mean, we had a good time. We had a nice time. And then we had uh, the MTL Awards night. That was on Friday night. That's Mountain of the Lord Awards where different categories of awards were given. And to the glory of God, First Love UK had two awards. Yes. It was awesome. We had, we had the award. We had the award for what? Uh, the largest gathering service. The largest award for, the award for the largest gathering service. And the other one was the most connected first love church. Wow. Wow. So, we have to work hard and get more awards because they were surprised that we've come from UK to come and sweep and collect awards like that. Yeah. They didn't know where we came from, but we're there. Like how Usain uh, Bolt said he didn't know where Gatlin came from. Yeah. They, didn't know, they also didn't know where we came from, but we arrived and we coolly collected our awards and we, we traveled with it. So my awards are there. I can show it to you one day. It's, it's on display in uh, Pastor Jerry said the lion's den. It's, it's in there. Right, it was a blessing. We had a good time. I believe that Mustard Seed um, Convention is also going to come on. So your mountain of the Lord convention. Should be coming off at the end of October. Yes, yeah, so I think you should prepare to outdo your children and really have a colorful convention. I think there should be at least 5,000 people gathered at your convention with, I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. Because Mustard Seed Mountain of the Lord Convention is going to be held in the United Kingdom. So, you must all get the dates, take time off. It's going to be a gathering of 5,000 people each night and each day. It's going to be beautiful. Mustard Seed already has beautiful colors. Gold, gold. 
you are the rich denomination. We have we have red, which is red hot love. We have hot love for God. You have the riches, the gold. You know, QFC, KFC, they have they have purple. They have purple. They say that I mean they are purple. They say they are they are rich, and then they said they are Johnny Plum. They said there's no there's no weight loss in QFC. Anybody everybody's size is good. So they are all very you should see them. They are very tough. They are very, very tough. And they have a song that they say, QFC, Jolly Plum. G-U-F-C. <laughs> yeah. So they said they have, they have bodies. Yeah. But I think, that, I think that QFC, you have the gold. You have the gold and the rich. And the what? Um, mustard seed. Mustard seed. No, it's mustard seed. Mustard seed. Yes, you have the gold. The riches, the power, you have the wealth and the prosperity. Yeah, you have it. It's right here. So, so we'll be visiting you. We'll be visiting you. When we can, we want to see gold, riches. We want to see a rich convention. Convention of people who have prospered. People who have made it. People who are wealthy. I mean, don't be jolly plum, but I mean, be rich and prosperous and be blessed because we'll be coming, we'll be visiting you. We'll wear our red, we'll wear our red and come and blend with the gold, with the gold skirts, gold trousers, and your golden shoes. You have to start shopping for golden shoes and golden clothes, gold and white combination. It's going to be a beautiful gathering. I can see it already. I can see it already. With your golden paraphernalia. It's going to be beautiful. Golden watches, golden bracelets. I mean, it must be a golden affair. Yeah, it's going to be a golden affair. So, start shopping for your golden things. It's going to be, it's going to be a beautiful weekend. And a blessed time. So we are looking forward to it. And we will be coming. We'll be coming as first love. We'll come. We'll wear our red. We want when we arrive in our red and white, we want to feel like children. It's like, it's like this golden thing is too, it's intimidating. So please prepare. It's going to be a 5,000 member gathering in the United Kingdom. Yes. Your colleagues from India, Philippines, Thailand, Australia, Germany, Switzerland, Italy, Hungary, they'll be joining you here. So they're actually going to add it to about 6,000. So make sure that you are there because it's going to be a blessed time. The word is also going to be rich. It's going to be a very powerful time. We're really enjoying in this church. In the United Denominations, it's a, very, it's a very powerful place to be. If you are not part of it, you are, I'm sorry, you've been left behind. It's called left behind. Please take your seats. So it was a blessed time in Accra and um, we are happy to have been there and we are happy to be back. It's also nice to be back home. It's always nice to be back home. Amen. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 6 and uh, 
tonight, I just feel like sharing with you from the book, One of You is a Devil. One of You is a Devil. Uh, so I'm going to share the chapter, so from it, One of You is a Devil. Uh, doesn't mean that you're a devil. I hope, you, I hope not. But it's, uh, it's also another effort, another attempt for us to be able to spot things that we can't spot and to see things that we can't see. You see, when, when you under, understand the doctrine of loyalty and disloyalty, it actually helps you to behave better. It's like understanding, honoring your parents. You see, when, when you don't know about honoring parents, you just live anyhow. You talk anyhow about parents. You do anything anyhow. You just do the. Even you do understand. Another example could be if you do understand even marriage. You do understand marriage. I mean, when, when I first started pastoring in in um, in, uh, in this country, where I come from, we don't know things like living together. One one small boy, one small girl are just living together, doing everything that adults do. Do you understand? But when I came in, that's when I saw them. You see uh, my um, Ghana boy, Nigeria boy, he said he's got a girl. They are living together. When you start talking, they say they are sharing, they are sharing phone bills and electricity bills. It's cheaper. Do you understand? Sharing bills in addition to fornication. But you can see that they don't know certain things. So it is through the teaching, the preaching, the rebukes, the correction, that many got married. And became stable. They had a better life. They had a better life. Instead of living in sin, you live, you live in righteousness. And you still share the bills. Even after marriage, they don't even share bills anymore. Somebody has taken the bed and just pays it. I was advising someone the other, the other day that, look, just decide that you pay all the bills, okay? Don't have a vision that somebody is going to share a bill with you. Just decide that you pay so that you can be happy. You can be happy. Yes, you can be happy. Those, some of the brothers, they don't share, they don't like paying for anything. They just live and they, just, they announce that they are the head. Anyway. <laughs> so, it's, it's in church and the teachings in church that actually shapes our lives. So, you see this book, one of you is a devil. You can easily be behaving like a devil, you wouldn't know that you're behaving like a devil. Or you could have someone around you who behaves like a devil and you wouldn't know that you are in partnership with a devil. With a devil. Because when you say, when you say a devil, when you say a devil, behave like a devil, what, what does it mean? It means that the person is walking and behaving in the sense of the devil or the ways of the devil. That's how you know. How did, how did Jesus, how did Jesus say to uh, Peter that Satan get behind me? Why did he choose those words? Because Peter started speaking like the devil, like the devil will speak. He started talking like the devil will speak. So as he spoke, Jesus just said, Jesus who knew and had an understanding of how the devil manifests and how the devil speaks and how the devil does things immediately could tell that this is Satan that is walking around me. This is Satan that is talking. 
this is not, this is not the counsel. This is not the counsel of a dear friend or somebody who really likes me. Somebody who doesn't want me to die. Somebody who wants me to stay on earth. He said, he said you, are, you are more interested in the things of men. You are giving more in the things of to impress men and to, and to, and to, and to um, um, lean on the side of men. What men want more than the things of God. So he said, that is Satan. That is Satan who is against God, against the will of God, against the plans of God, against the purposes of God, against the intentions of God, against the perfect will of God. It's Satan. So anything, therefore, anything that goes on in your life, any counsel, any move anybody makes in your life that is against what God has for you, that is the devil. That's the devil in action. That's the devil that is walking. When you are there, you, you really want to serve God, really want to do the things of God, and then someone comes into your life, and then suddenly the person becomes like an obstacle. Obstacle in your service to God, your commitment to God. Look, young boy, young girl, old boy, old girl, whatever you are, let me announce to you this evening that you have met the devil. That's the devil that is staring in front, at you. That's the devil. No matter how nice and sweet that person is, it is the devil. I have not ceased, I have not ceased to cut out of my life, to cut out of my life. Not people who ask me for money or people who need something from me, but people that serve as a hindrance in building the church of God. I have not ceased. I have not ceased. That is the the only time that I look back and I say to myself, hey, you are, I say to myself in private mode that you are ruthless. Those are the only times when I I meet people or encounter people who try to destabilize the ministry, the church, the building of the church, the working of the ministry and try to to affect my calling and 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 my whatever I have. That one, that one. That one, I am, I am so, it's like, it's like instant coffee. You, 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 I will dissolve you in hot water in no time because that is the work of the, of the devil. That is the devil at work. That's the devil at work. The devil's work is to destroy, to steal, and to kill. It doesn't mean anybody is a devil. Nobody is a devil. I don't think my church is full of devils. I don't think so. I've never imagined or prayed or said that I bind the devils in my... I don't think there are devils in the church, but there are people. There are people who can operate and manifest as the devil. As they can walk in the sins of the devil. In other words, the things that the devil would do if he was here, you will see them doing it. You see them doing it in the church. You see them doing it in the ministry. You see them do you, you see them doing you see them you see you see them doing it in your marriage. You will see you are married, but it's as though you are married to the devil. Because your spouse, your spouse is everything but what a spouse is supposed to be. It's like just it's like just because of just because of this marriage. It's like just because of this marriage, I can't serve God. You haven't seen one before, you see. That just because of this marriage, all your prayer topics have changed. 
just because of this relationship. Anything bad that is said about a relationship affects you. Just one relationship. Your attitude towards church, towards God, towards your pastors, everything has changed because of one relationship. Just because of a relationship you entered into. And it's because you have failed to see that you have met the devil. That is why you are still in it. It's like, it's like when you, and a lot of sisters do, a lot of sisters value, value marriage more than their relationship with God. It's, an, it's, an, it's, it's, not, it's not just 2017 sisters, it's an old thing. It's an, it's an, it's an ancient, ancient truth, ancient fact. A lot of girls, and it's, it's a curse, it's a curse that, that your desire shall be to the man. They've not been able to use the wisdom to overcome them. They, they will sacrifice. I mean, it's not today. Since 1990, what? I've seen girls over and over and over again. They will sacrifice church, their ministry, their calling to go and live with a boy. They will. They will. I mean, they will. They will. It's no, it's no, it's no surprise. At least for me, it's no, it's no surprise when I see it now. I just, I just tell them that there's nothing new under the sun. When I see it now in the, in the new set of children, I just said, well, what you are doing? What you are, I said, what you are doing? Have you seen that auntie in master seat? She's just like you. <laughs> I tell you, because they call, they call you people aunties. Aunties and uncles, yes. I tell them, have you seen that auntie? Have you seen that auntie? I just don't mention the name. I just show them where the auntie sits. So have you seen that auntie on that row? She's just like you. I said, this is how she was. This is how she was. I was her pastor when she was in her 20s. I was her pastor. I was her pastor. I pastored all the aunties. I pastored them. I wasn't their pastor. I've just not been appointed. Their pastor, when they were in their 20s, when I met them, they were 24, 25, 26. I said, This is how they were. This is how they were. I said, What I'm saying to you, I said it to them. They They chose what they chose. This is how they've ended. It's not word of knowledge. That is how you also end. It's not even, it's not a curse. It's not a curse. If you put your hand in, in black paint, when it comes out, will it be white? It will be black. It's not a word of knowledge. It's not a word of knowledge or a curse or, no, it is as it is. Yes. But you see, never accept, never this, never that, because, because perhaps we've not accepted some of these that don't some of the manifestations of the devil comes in these areas. It comes in relationships. It comes in people. I pray, and I pray, I pray for the Spirit of Christ. I'm praying for the Spirit of Christ. You know what I'm thinking about? His ability to tell his own disciples, get behind me, Satan, to be able to detect. I, I pray that I will I would walk away speedily from devils and his agents. I mean, fast! I'm over with you. Fast! Quick! It's over. Quick! Who wants to be with the devil? Who wants to be with someone who is determined to walk in the sins of devils? There are relationships that can take you to jobs that can take you to hell. 
some of the jobs they will take you to hell. That, I mean, once they take you to hell, you will think that, what am I going to do there? What you are going to do there is that you won't have time for God anymore. That's how it begins. That's how it begins. It's not like, it's not like you, are going, you are going to turn into some crazy person at the workplace, but you just reduce your devotion and your commitment to God and you become a money lover. Money chaser, chasing money, wanting money more and more. Is it a money? Money, I've heard Bishop say it for years. Now I've also think I've acquired enough credit years to say it. The people who went looking for money, I've not even seen one come back with money. No. 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 I've not seen any of them. But this is it. I used to hear him say that. I used to say, oh, wow, really? Because I thought when you give yourself to something, you get. But what money does, and what money does to you, is that it kills your desire for God and your hunger for God. People who have loved money, searched for money, have never reached and attained a certain spiritual height. They are not spiritual at all. They are not spiritual at all. Because it is when you become spiritual that you even detect God's methods of prosperity. Real God, not 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 some of the American teachings, not all of the American, but some of the American teachings are not spiritual. They are not even biblical. But because it's come from America or a person of authority, it has been, it's swallowed. A lot, of things, a lot of things come from America. A lot of things have come from America and it spreads fast because it's from America. You may not, you may not even know. You may not even know. Historic America is a, very, it's a very strong country. When things come from there, it's just swallowed and just taken. They have influenced the church. They have influenced the world. I mean, the church, America, America has been like the headquarters of the church before. The headquarters of the church has been in Jerusalem. It's been in um, Europe. And then it's been in uh, America. And now I think it must be somewhere in Africa or somewhere like that. Or Asia. I don't know where it is. But it moves. So when it was in America, they taught us, they taught the world a lot of the things. When, perhaps in their dying years, that's when they started teaching about money. But because of the other things that they have taught that has come out from there, it was not easy to pick it. That no, these people are dying. So in their last years, their last years of, it's like, it's like a cloud that has departed and has rained. They decided talking about, and they talked about money and taught money and wrote books on money. You, you, I mean, some of the books when you see, you not even believe it. You actually will be, you have to control that, Father, forgive me, I don't want to judge. So you close the book quickly. You can't even believe that a human being, a human pastor has written this. You, you, you won't, be, you, I mean, you won't believe some of the things that have been written. You actually won't believe it. One of you is the devil. There are many chapters there. The effort is to teach us to see. 
see the sins of the devil. So that when you or someone nearby decides to take it up, you can be able to tell them. Just as now you can see a disloyal person. Isn't it? Can you not see a disloyal? When you say independence, you see offense, you see passivity, you say, hmm, you see a political speech. You see somebody who is saying that, you know, a lot of people are saying, you say, hmm, this is a political spirit. This is political. You even see it in yourself when you start talking. You know that, no, you, are, you know you are being some way. You know you are being some way. You know, the way you are thinking, the way you are talking. You know, mm, I'm, I'm really, I've caught the disease. You can tell that you've caught the disease. The disease has come upon you. When we're all going for a gap to Feta, you say you went to the beach last week, so you are not going. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know what that means. Nobody has to tell you. You know what it means. Yeah, you know what it means. You know what it means. Oh yeah, pastor, we're all going to Southampton, where, uh, where? Little, Ham- Little Hampton. Then you say you, you are taking your church to Margate. <laughs> I mean, I mean, why? I mean, give me a reason why. Give me a reason why you cannot come to, uh, where's that, Little Hampton. Give me a reason why. We've been going to Little Hampton since 1993. 1993, we've been going to Little Hampton. You, you've just arrived. You said you're going to uh, Great Yarmouth. <laughs> who, who is preaching over there? There's somebody who is, seems to have been another service there. Are you there? Are you with me or you've traveled? Yes. So when you read this book, you also learn. You also learn. You learn that. I mean, this. So it, help, it helps you even manage and know how to relate with people and see, and see what problem is affecting you. It may even help you pray more. Bind some devils. Bind. You may see that the devil is working through your spouse to get to you. You have to start setting prayers. You have to make certain prayers. To block that channel. Yes, working through your spouse. You can't even serve God. You can't even pray. Normal, normal Christianity. But somebody is saying that you go to church too much. You're too much. You're too much. This is this is Satan. This is Satan trying to get you to be a backsliding person. It's like just sit there cold, cold as an ice cube. is going to church too much. I mean, what, what exactly is it? What is going to church too much? What is going to church? What, what is too much? When the Bible says that, and the Lord added to the church daily. Have you been to church every day before? No problem. 
John chapter 6. John chapter 6. John chapter 6. Try and start from verse 51 or 50 or somewhere. Somewhere that it makes sense. So we can read down quickly. Please, fast. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, Except you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood hath eternal life, and I will raise him up at the last day. For my flesh is meat indeed, and my body and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me, and I in him. This is a powerful verse for communion. You should never miss this verse when you are sharing communion. Verse 56. Verse 56. Never miss it. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. This is a communion verse. This is a miracle, miracle communion verse. If you quote this verse at communion, you have miracles in that service. Then it says in 57. As the living father has sent me and I live by the father, so he that eateth me even he shall live by me. This is another communion verse. That who he that eateth me shall live by me. The eating of the, com- the communion is a transition of powers and abilities. You, 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 you engage supernatural divine ability by eating of the communion because you start living by Christ. You can do all things by Christ. Overcome all things by Christ. Enter higher realms by Christ. Because he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. Don't you feel like having communion this evening? Hey! It's a transference of powers. Read this verse when you're about to give communion in your church. Power shall be transmitted into the service. Exams that they have failed, they shall begin to pass. Marriages that seem to be failing shall receive strength. Bodies that seem to be dying shall shall recover. There shall be instantaneous recovery. Because now it shall be by the Lord. Jesus steps in. By the eating of the communion, Jesus steps in. May Jesus step into your life. May he step into your business. May he step into your marriage. May he step into all that pertains to your life. It shall be by him. So far it has been by your might and by your strength and by your arguments and your debates and your cleverness and your arrangements and your contacts. But he said, he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. The same person that is eating me shall now live according to my name and my power. Oh, let's go to the next verse quickly before we have a, a miracle service. This is that bread which came down from heaven. Not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. He that eateth this bread shall live forever. These things said he in the synagogue as he, in, as he taught in Capernaum. Many therefore of his disciples when, they heard, when he had heard this said, this is an hard saying, who can hear it? When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at at it, he said unto unto them, does this offend you? What and if you shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? 
It is a spirit that quickeneth. The flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are lifey. But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from the beginning who they were that believed not and who would betray him. And he said, therefore I said unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. From that time, many of the disciples went back and walked no more with him. Wow. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, will you also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. Wow. And we believe and are sure that thou art, art that Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus answered them, have not I chosen you? And one of you is a devil. In other words, one of you will fulfill the dreams, vision, and aims of the devil. Have I not chosen you? But one of you is a devil. It's not like, I mean, whether he meant it literally or not, at least, whether it's literally or in another way, whatever it is, the, the end result is that that person will fulfill the aims. The person will work for the devil and work as the devil and function as the devil. So you, you, have, to, you have to then know that when the devil is at work, what does he do? How does he do it? And how does it all end up? So today we want to look at the devil as a serpent. Are you there? You around? Happy to be around? Yeah. So what, what will he be like? How will he operate? What will be his aim? Because he will have an aim. He has an aim. He has what he wants to accomplish, what he wants to achieve. He, he has how, how he will do it. 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 There are different manifestations for everything. Everybody who wants to. Anybody, see, I've, seen, I've seen different orangus. Now, everybody who leaves a church is not an orangu. It's those who live in rebellion. You are an orangu when your departure causes havoc. That is when you are an orangu. Not, not, it's not even, I mean, how, how can you not leave? You should, be, you should be able to leave. You should be able to leave if you want to. But it is the manner in which you depart. So there are departees that are not orangus. And there are departees who are classic examples of orangus. Do you understand the difference? Yes. Yeah, so it's not like anybody who has left the church. I mean, you don't, you don't even know anybody who has. The people who have been here, don't, you didn't even know them. They left. Yeah. So there's everybody who's an orangu. That those when they leave, the effects, and then after they have left, the things they say. Aha. Uh-huh. That is what that is what puts you in that class. As an, as an orangu, not that you have been in the church and then I've left the church. If you left the church, you are already, you are somewhere already if you've gone, I mean, please don't, don't start. So, there are different manifestations of people. There are ladies when you see that they don't look like strange women. 
the worst strange women I have seen have plain faces. Plain faces and plain hair. That's, a, that's my, my personal experience. That, not experience in my life as a strange woman. No, no. But <laughs> in, my, in my pastoring life, yes, in my pastoring life, the people that I've seen who have caused havoc in people's, in people's marriages, those who, break, those who break up marriages, because there are girls who can break up homes. They can enter a home and break the home. They, they can scatter the house. When you see them, they, 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 don't, they don't have a lot of makeup. Excuse, excuse me to say, excuse me. Have you excused me? Have you pardoned me? Excuse me to say, they don't even have the body of a model. They don't have a guitar shape. They look like a barrel. But when you analyze the person well, she has it. What has been described there in Proverbs 7. Give me Proverbs 7. You will see that she will appear. Someone she says she has one of the traits. Where's Proverbs 7? Is that my son? Keep my word. Verse 2. Keep. Verse 2. 3. Bind. Verse 4. Say unto wisdom. Yes. That they, that they may keep thee from the strange woman. The stranger which flattereth with her. So one of the manifestations of a strange woman. Listen, listen, listen. One of the manifestations of a strange woman is how she speaks. Her words that she says to you. What she says to you. You see, as she speaks to you, your guards go off. Things that you have sworn you will never do. Before I realize you are into it. Because of what? Because of her flattering words. Flattering. Flattering. Flattering words. Flattering words. You have sworn you will never leave your wife. But because there you are, because your wife is the most ugly witch you have ever met. Not because of issues that you have, because you've met a type of girl who is saying things to you. This next one. For the wind of the house. Yes, I look. Okay, next, verse 7. And Mayol, among the simple ones. Yes, among the youth. Void of understanding. Yes, passing. Yes, she was passing by. In the twilight, in the dark, in the, in the dark. You see, it's not all of them that operate in, in, in undercover. One of them, my friends, they operate undercover. They are undercover. You, you, will never, you will never know. You will never know who has been meeting who where. You will, you will never know. You can't even, you can't, if I, when you are told, you can't even imagine it. You say, ah, you'll be asking, so, so where do they meet? In the twilight, in the evening, in the black and dark nights. Yes. <laughs> you, you, you actually be surprised that there's a relationship between this one and this one. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked to your socks. Because you can't imagine it. Stealth. That's the word, my brother. Stealth. Thank you for coming to church. Stealth. <laughs> Stealth. 
under the radar. They go under the radar. Like the Americans went to Pakistan under the radar. They flew at low level. They flew low level. Yeah, so the raiders won't pick it. Yeah. Verse 10. And behold, they met him a woman with the attire of a house. See? So this is another sign. The, the dressing. The dressing. But not, but not every stranger. Not every stranger woman addresses in a certain way. The classic example is that she has the attire of a harlot. But not all of them have, because she hasn't got the attire of a harlot, but she's clever, the subtle of heart. Clever, smart, trickster. She will trick you just now before. Like, when you are tricked, you get trapped. Mm. Verse 11. She's loud. You see, a loud. you see, a loud and stubborn person doesn't, it doesn't go with a sexually active person. Loud and stubborn. You will not think that this, this, this person will have sex easily. Because she's loud and she's stubborn. So when, when her parents complain about her, you think that it's the parents that are jealous of her. The parents are sorry, but she's a loud, loud person and stubborn. Won't change, shan't change, didn't change. Quarrels. <laughs> and her feet abide not in her house. If she was a phone, she would always be on roaming. <laughs> Paying roaming charges. Yes. Her feet, her feet abide not in her house. Her feet abide not in her house. She, she, she doesn't stay in one place. You see, a person who is everywhere. A person who is everywhere. You see, we all have, we all have our friends. We all have a well that we belong to. Do you understand what I'm saying? Are you listening to what I'm saying? What I'm saying is very important because I'm reading the Bible. Somebody who is everywhere. There's a big question mark on that character. She doesn't have to wear clothes of a harlot. She's everywhere. I'm a pastor, but I'm not everywhere. Even amongst pastors, I'm not everywhere. I'm not everywhere. I'm not with everybody. There are some places you find. There are some places you will never find me. Not because I don't like them, but how can you be friends with everybody? How can everybody be your friend? Or is it someone whose feet does not abide in her house? She's everywhere. She's everywhere. When there's a funeral, she's there. When there's an outdooring, she's there. When there's a wedding, she's there. When there's a 25th anniversary, she's there. When there's a 19th anniversary, she's there. Any anniversary, any, any gathering, she's there. But you see, her target is a simple mind. A simple mind person is a naive person. So the naive person, the person is simple, simple. Simple, simple is like linear. Linear. Y equals mx plus c. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a straight line. 
But not all lines, not all lines are measured by MX plus C. No, not all, not all lines. Some of the lines take a different shape. They become parabolic with curves, with, with, with maximum points and minimum points. The equation changes with variables. Variables come in. But they are all lines. It's just that it's not straight anymore. It becomes different. It means the behavior, the behavior of the line is different. But it's a line. But when you are simple-minded, you think everything is MX plus C. It's a straight line. One, uh, one constant and one whatever variable there. That's it. It's everything is like, everything is not like that. The highs and lows and different powers. And different powers. It can be squared. It can be cubed. It's different. With variables A, B, C, and then a, a constant D. Depending on the behavior, how the line wants to behave. The line wants to behave in a certain way. It's there. It's all there. But when you're simple-minded, you go and you see a loud and stubborn. It doesn't mean anything to you. But when you see feet not in her house, it doesn't mean anything to you. You go for a wedding in Leeds, you see her there. Then you go, you go for a wedding in Scotland, she's there. Then you come for a wedding in Stratford, and she's there. It doesn't, it doesn't even click. It doesn't even click that this is a character. When you marry, you come and see us and say that. She's left the children at home, she says she went shopping. You come and say, Bishop, can you believe it? Can you believe it? But she didn't just go shopping. She's going to have sex with somebody and come back. But you couldn't link that. You couldn't link it all. You couldn't link loud, stubborn, feet not abiding the house. You couldn't link them because you are young. You are in your twenties, and you don't listen to preaching. Verse twelve. So I can start my message for today and finish. Now she's without now in the streets. Now lieth in wait at every. She's she's still everywhere. She's everywhere. Is it not, nobody, nobody is talking yet about some, some delicious something. No, 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 no. There's no, it's not delicious matter. Read the Bible well. It's describing the person. It says, in this house, yes, she's here. Now she's without. Now in the streets. Lieth in waiting at every see. She's everywhere. <laughs> so she caught him. It's the, this is the first time we've seen something verse 14 then she says then she says this is a catch she says I have peace offerings with me this day I have paid my she, says, she, she pays her tithe she's a tithe bearer. her envelope she collected at CTA she has brought it and she, and she is announcing that, look, I have paid, I, I give offerings. I am religious. In case you think I'm not into God things, I am into God things. I'm a giver. <laughs> Therefore, came I forth to meet thee, diligently to seek thy face, and I have found thee. I have now... <laughs> I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry. 
with carved works, with fine linen of Egypt. Have you experienced Egyptian cotton? When you lay on it like this, you don't like to get up. It's not that she is describing where her, her real factory. I've decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, and then with fine linen of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Married women, you should learn, oh. You should learn. Well, some of you don't change your beddings. It's been it's been there for four months now. You've even stained it with your with your, that your thing that you do. You are still lying on it. But can you see where she started from? Can you see where she's reached now? Come, let us take our feel of love until the morning. This is an all-nighter. <laughs> let us solace ourselves with loves. For the good man is not at home. He is gone a long journey. He's not coming now. He usually gets home late. So, look, we can, we can do a lot. He's gone where? He's gone on visitation. No, he's, he's not a pastor. He's not a pastor. I beg. <laughs> he has taken a bag of money with him and will come, at the, will come home at the day appointed. It's like he doesn't need anything to come. It's like you are free. It's like feel free. Feel free. Take your clothes off and hang it. Feel free. With her much fair speech, she caused him to yield. With the fluttering of her lips, she forced him. He goeth after her straightway, as an ox goeth to the slaughter, or as a fool to the correction of the stocks. Till a dart strike through his liver. As a bed, he said to the snare, knoweth not that his, it is for his life. Hearken unto me now, therefore, all ye children, and attend to the words of my mouth. Let not thy heart decline to her ways. Go not astray in her paths. For she has cast down many wounded. Yea, many strong men have been slain by her. Her house is the way to hell. And his, his, his house as well. <laughs> Going down to the chambers of death. Yes, that's it. So, I was using that to show you that there are different manifestations of, the, of Satan, of the devil. And one of it is the serpent, which one I want to talk to you quickly, now that you've used all the time. Yes. It's a serpent. So, let's look at the serpent. Genesis chapter 3 verse 1. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, 
Yea, have God said, you shall not eat of every tree of the garden. That's all I want. Verse 1. The serpent it was the most subtle in the garden. Do you have meanings of the word subtle? Subtle. Subtil, subtil. Subtle, subtle. It's what? Crafty. Crafty. What else do you have? Give me more. Cunning. Give me more. That's all you got. Who has more? Crafty. Cunning. Are you reading? I want you to read. I don't want... You found another one. Shrewd. Yes, shrewd. Clever. Insidious. In, in operation. Mysterious. Requiring mental acuteness or discernment. Skillful. Clever. You see, you, you, are, dealing, you are dealing with an enemy that you can't easily predict. It, requi- it, requires, it requires some speciality. It's like you must, you must, know, you must know a bit extra. It doesn't require an average mind to be able to pick out that this is the devil in operation. This is the devil at work. You can't, you can't, just, you can't just look and say, this is the devil that's at work. You need something extra because he's subtle, he's clever. Ingenious. Difficult to perceive or understand. Characterized by mental acuteness. He's sharp. He's sharp. He's a clever boy. Fluid. You can't hold, you can't gather, you can't keep. (laughs) So, that is a type of creature or personality that we are talking about. So you, you, you need to say one of you is a devil. This is a type of this is a type of manifestations that he has. So you actually have to know it so you can see it. Because sometimes you see someone is with something because they can't see. Also, we try we try to be more clever, more clever than God. Or some or some of us want things to be spelt out in black and white with Proof and evidence before we believe in things. But that was Thomas. That was Thomas. He wants to put his fingers in, 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 the, in the palms of, before he will believe. And Jesus said, Blessed are those who have not seen but have believed. You are a better person when you believe by counsel than by. In fact, you are a fool when you only believe by experience. You are actually a fool. You are, you are of a lower, a lower grade. When you only believe before, because you've experienced things. Because you've experienced, you become an evangelist. But you were told. You were told. Many things that you can be told, it's not fair for you to be given detailed explanations before you accept it. Because there are always explanations. There are always explanations. When I'm advising someone, I have explanations. But I can't always give it. Because sometimes it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. It's not, it's not nice to tell the person the reason why you are saying what you are saying. 
But people don't believe. People don't believe. Wow. So, are you there? A serpent is a silent, non communicative, poisonous creature. So, therefore, watch out for people who don't communicate. Yeah. Someone who doesn't talk, doesn't relate, doesn't express. And you see, the person who doesn't communicate with you, I can bet my last bottom dollar, doesn't communicate with anybody else. The person who will say, the person who will say, Oh no, I hear from him. Oh, he talks to me or she talks to me. That person is a naive person. The person doesn't even understand what is friendship and what is communication. The person will tell, oh, it's okay. Because the people who communicate, they communicate across board. People who relate, they relate far and near. They relate. They are relational. To create a new English word, they are relators. They are relators. But some, somebody who doesn't relate, this is a dangerous person. Because you don't know what he's thinking. How do you work with someone that you don't know what he's thinking? Someone you don't know what he's thinking. That's to say, you don't know what is in the head. You need to know what is in your head. You don't know what's in your head. What are you thinking? What are you even thinking about what is being said? A non-communicating person is just like Satan. It's just like the devil. It's one of the sins of the devil. It's a serpent. Doesn't talk. Like, like we heard Saturday. A mysterious, mysterious creature. So you, all, you always have to be guessing. You always have to be guessing. Oh, he's okay. You always have to be, you, you have to be using other things. Other things to say that he's okay. You have to be using other signs to to convince yourself, oh no, this one is safe. Even though he doesn't talk, he's safe because he's like this, he's done that, he did this, he told, he's okay. But he doesn't talk. When you don't talk, you make everybody uneasy. <laughs> everybody around is uneasy. So, that's the definition of a serpent. He's silent, non-communicative, poisonous creature. One of the most distressing sins of Satan is the sin of becoming a secretive, deadly creature of camouflage, ambush, and deadly traps. You see, a secretive person, mind you, a secretive person, a secretive person. If you're a leader, you should be wary of secretive people. Who, who, who is a secretive person? He's that person, he's that person who, if I was standing here in a debate, the person would say that, I didn't, I didn't think I had to tell you that. I didn't think it was important enough. That's what the person would say. I didn't think it was important. I didn't think this is necessary. That's a secretive person. So the secretive person is the person that you discover things about. 
they never volunteer information. You always discover. You always discover. And then when you discover, the person will say, oh, sorry, I didn't know that. I didn't know you were interested. Or I didn't know it was important. I, I, I have not thought of it as a significant thing. I mean, it's, oh, it's nothing. I'm only doing this because of this. Oh, I went to this place because of this and this. And then now the person starts telling you, as though it's nothing. But the person has withheld information. That's a secretive person. That's the person who tells you that I didn't, I've not, I mean, it's like the person plays down. It's like it's nothing. It's not, it's not important. It's not, meanwhile, perhaps you're even working with a person. Maybe you're even working with a person in the ministry. Or you're even married to the person. Or the person is a shepherd. Or a pastor. The person, a, a pastor, you are saying that this thing about your life is not important to say. Even put, just put it out there. Just put it out there. That this, this is what is going on. Just put it out. Just put it there. There's nothing. There's nothing to do. But we know. When the person that you are working with knows, knows your status, knows what is going on in your life, it's okay. It's enough. It's enough. The person will not be able to solve, but it's, it's enough. But when it is discovered, ah, That's a problem. It's a big problem. It's just as a serpent. If a snake was in this room, do you think you'd tell that I'm here? Very secretive. Very secretive. Full of surprises. Full. I mean, you you'll be you'll be you will. If there's a snake, you're ever anywhere where there's, a, you'll always be surprised at the presence of the snake. Because never announce that I'm here, but it's there. When you see, you will scream. You say, ah! Because you didn't think that something like this could be here. But it is there. It is there. Full of surprises. Full of surprises. As a serpent. Before, before you realize you've been ambushed, you will be the one looking for a way out. If there's a state, you will be the snake appears here, even on the stage, all of you will run out. All. Every single one of you will, will, you will run out. Because suddenly there's a presence of something. And then you will, you will feel that now your life is, is in danger. That's a snake. That's it. That's why it is like when you are dealing with someone with secrets never comes out clear, never volunteers information. As soon as, soon as you discover it, you say to yourself, unless, unless you are immature, but you say to yourself, who is this? Who is this? Who is this? Like someone came to me once that, sorry I disappointed you. I'm like this. I said, no, you didn't disappoint me. You frightened me. No, it was not a funny thing. It was a serious thing. I said, as, even as you are standing here, giving me rendering apologies, I said, I'm scared of you. I don't know who you are. I said, I don't know who you are at all. I thought I knew, but I don't know you. 
I said, that is what happens. I said, I, I said, forget about the person. I am not, I am not that melancholic to be depressed and to be disappointed. And to, I said, I don't, I don't have, I don't have such emotions. I mean, I have it, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't live by such emotions. I'm disappointed. I'm angry. I'm, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to see your face. I don't, no, no. I said, no, 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 no. I said, I'm frightened of you. You scared me. I was frightened to my tights if I wear tights. Shocked to my socks. I said, that's what you achieved. Then the person said, oh, that is more serious than I thought. I said, oh, definitely. Definitely. I said, I'm afraid of you. I'm not depressed or disappointed or crying over you or feeling I'm scared. It's like, it's like I've met a, a serpent. I felt like I'm, I've been with a spy. I didn't know the person was a spy. But when loyalties were tested, the person proved to me that I'm not loyal to you. Yeah. When loyalties were tested. That's, that's, operating, with, that's operating with a serpent. Okay, so... Let us now see how Satan has, what Satan has done to us by coming in the form of a serpent. First, he turned himself into a serpent to attack Adam and Eve. He's the one who introduced all the confusion in the world. That was his first manifestation to attack Adam and Eve and to destroy their relationship with God. Something that cuts you off God. Cuts you off God. How does it cut you off God? Cuts you off your church. Cuts you off your pastors. Cuts you off Christian fellowship. The fellowship you have known, you have known for years, the thing that cuts you off is the serpent. The thing that takes you away is the serpent. That's it. He cut, he cut off after that visit. He cut off fellowship between Adam and Eve and God. He cut it off. They used to have, they used to have service together with God. Nice fellowship. The next time God came, they had disappeared. They were hiding. God had to say, where are you? What is happening? What is going on here? What is going on? That's the seven. The thing that cuts off your relationship with God. And the question is, where is God? Your church, your pastors, the brethren, normal fellowship, normal fellowship, normal because there's always a reason. There's always a reason why you get offended, why you feel I don't want to be in church, why you feel I don't want to go to church. There's always a reason. There's always there's always a reason. And there's the reason is always somebody. Somebody, somebody is talking. Somebody came to talk to you. <laughs> somebody came to talk to you. Like we joke and we say that our daughter, her first daughter, when she was growing up, we taught her not to taste sweets. We told the sweets are we look. That's her, her whole world. Her whole world is that sweets, chocolate is evil, and she believed us because we are her parents. She believed it. Then she came to church once. She came to church. He came to church. By the time we're going home, 
our daughter was eating chocolate. And we say, how come? It's like, who, it's like how God asked Adam, said, who told you you are naked? We have to ask him, who told you that this thing is nice? Then she said, it's nice. It's sweet. We said, who told you? Who told you that it is that? Who told you? A serpent had come into our garden. Somebody came to our garden in church and introduced, introduced our child, our innocent child to destructive habits. A serpent came. She had not known. One month she didn't know. Six months, she didn't know. One year, she didn't know. Two years, three years, four years, five years, six years. She didn't know. When you give it, they say, no, thank you. It's, when you ask her, why? She mommy says I shouldn't eat it. I say, that's all, that's all. Till somebody convinced her. I mean, she was convinced. She was convinced that it's nice. Fruit and nut chocolate. I bite, it's nice. She was convinced. Did your parents actually tell you that it's not nice? Try it, it's very nice. All the children like it. All the children eat it. Eat to eat it. In church. And she bit into it. And she said, Alas, her eyes were opened. And she said, The thing is nice. The thing is nice. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I thought it would happen in, in school, at a sleepover, at a friend's party. I thought that's where she would learn it. But church, the Garden of Eden, the most peaceful place, with angels with flaming swords all over. That is where the serpent came. Number two. Satan, Satan turned himself into a serpent to set traps, lay ambush and surprise for God's children. Surprises. It's a surprise. I mean, his ability to enter and to destabilize God's creation. It's a surprise. Because when God last left them, they were naked and not ashamed. The next time he came, it was a different, it was a different world. It was a different world. They were covered up. They were hiding. If we are God, we will not be surprised. That's how demonic attacks are. Surprises. 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 Anything that surprises you is a demon. Anything that surprises you, you are surprised. Last time someone sent me a message. I was surprised. If you see me asking the person a hundred, I didn't even give the person a chance to even answer my questions. I was just typing questions. How? Where? Who? Who did that? Who did it? I mean, because I was surprised. I said, this thing can only be Satan. 
Let me finish this. I, 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 just, I just said, these, these people are devilish. They're surprised. Hey, I mean, can people really do this? But they did it. Yeah, surprises. People do not realize that many snakes actually live underground. This is why snakes mysteriously appear in houses and gardens to everyone's amazement. (laughs) So to to be successful in dealing with Satan, prepare yourself for surprises. Be ready for a surprise so that no surprise is a surprise. You have to be ready. Sometimes you have to be ready that this person moving up and down has, has something. There's something about the person you don't know. Prepare yourself for it. Prepare yourself for it. You have to prepare. It's when you know the signs. Non-communication. Secretive. Is prepare yourself for a surprise because the non communicative thing that you see is a sign of something. So, prepare for yourself for that thing when it comes out. So, you can tell that I've known, I've, I've expected it all along. I've expected it all along. Prepare yourself for it. Number three, are you there? We are racing through now, isn't it? Satan turned himself into a serpent to attack God's people in every area of life. Don't think he only are coming to attack your prayer life or your born again life. Every area. In Genesis 3.14, the Bible says, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shall thou go. And thus shall thou eat all the days. So, so he was cursed not to have legs, but to wriggle. Any wriggling creature is able to wriggle into any area, into any area, any corner. He can wriggle into it. That's why he, he, he can enter into your church. He can enter into your calling. He can enter into your marriage. He can enter into your children's life. He can enter into your academic life. He can enter into your career. He can enter anywhere. He can. So you have, to, you have to be ready. He can come anywhere. Don't think that he only comes into this area and then this area is not Satan. Yeah. So oh, because you have not been able to pray, that is Satan. But your, 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 your thoughts, your thoughts of leaving your wife is not Satan. It's, it's that, that one is the behavior of your wife. Is that because I have done, as for prayer, as for prayer is Satan. This one is this, this, this one, she's very, very stable. So that one is not Satan. I've seen some, I've seen some cooler girl. Let me go and take care. I've seen some cooler one. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know. You don't know what you are calling cool. You don't know. You've never bought water before. 
will discover that water, boiled water, doesn't start off boiled. There's boiling point. Mm. That's, what it starts. That's, that's when the kettle switches off. fire to boil that cool thing. You are the fire. You are the one that causes things to boil. You are leaving this one to go and take another one and say she is cool. You are the fire. You are the one that's going to cause her temperature to rise. Watch the one that you are leaving. You see, as you are moving away from her, she's becoming cool because the fire has been turned off. You don't even know yourself. Think the serpent is not there. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. That's the Bible says that be, be vigilant. Be vigilant. Be vigilant. Vigilant. You going to say, "Hey, be vigilant." You have to be. You have to be vigilant. You have to be, because he's trying. He's trying. He's knocking you on every area. Every side, every every side is trying because he's wriggling. He's wriggling. He's wriggling. Any point, any point that you slip or you give in, he will enter. He doesn't care. He doesn't care whether he enters through your eyes or through your job or through your money or through your... He doesn't care. How, all he needs is to arrive. And all those are doors into your life. May you protect every door. to knowledge, giving honor unto the wife as unto a weaker vessel. It's like, it's like respect her as a weaker person. I mean, she is weak. Huh. As being as together of grace of life that your prayers be not hindered. That your prayers be not hindered. That your prayers are not hindered. As you wake up in the morning, you pray, it's not going anywhere. Because of your relationship with that woman that is asleep. Because as you are praying, when you look at her, you do. Then you look at her, you say, look at, look at somebody. The Bible says that your prayers, your prayers are being hindered. You are better off to stop praying and say, darling, sweetheart, can we talk? That she say, in the morning, they say, oh, no, 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 darling, let's talk now. In the morning, I'm, you know what the time I live here? That is humility. You have to humble yourself. It's humility. It's humility. You have to humble yourself. 
Right. Humble yourself to, to, know, to know that that thing lying there, she's not a thing, that woman lying there is a major player in your life. That if you don't handle well, your prayers are hindered. You don't be talking to God for three weeks. Your prayers have been hindered for three weeks. You don't be talking to your wife for three weeks. Your prayer is not going, it's not going anywhere. The Bible says, let not the sun go down on your wrath. You haven't understood it. He hasn't gone there. You've been shouting. And then you've come to church. You are leading prayer meeting. You are holding your hand and say, Ibayan delibidon. Ibayan delibidon. Beyond delibidon. Delibidon. Dalabada. Ian Dalabadon. Delibidon. Dilidiriandi. It's not going anywhere. Nobody is being led. All the people that are following you, they, they, they are all hitting a wall. Because they are all behind you. They all hit the wall like this. You think it's a joke. Number four. May every window and every door be shut in the face of the devil. And then number four. Satan turned himself to, seven, to feed on the flesh of man. And he was told that dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. In verse 9 he was told for dust thou art. Man, man, it it says to man, in the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread, till thou return unto the ground, for for out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art. So it's like Satan, the devil, demons now feed on dust, which is what man was made of. So they feed off the flesh of man. That's, that's, That's like how you see men trapped in all kinds of lusts and cravings. Because they are demons. Pornography is demons. Demons having a field day in your flesh. When you turn it on like that and you are soaking it in, you are feeding Satan. You are feeding demons. That's why they get stronger. The more you watch it, the stronger the, the, stronger the addiction becomes. Masturbation. Demons. Another demonic ad- ad- addiction and influence. The more you do it, the stronger the devil gets. Fornication. Fornication. When you start, have you, have you not noticed? Have you not noticed? Miss Young Girl, Miss Young Girl, who doesn't believe anything, but you are healed today. Have you not noticed that the person you've been offering certain services to keeps coming to you? Have you not asked yourself, why doesn't he go to the other, the other people? He keeps coming because the place you have been before is the place that can tempt you again. It's not because you are beautiful. It's not because people who love people, that's not how they treat them. They don't, somebody who loves someone doesn't treat the person with his fingers all over places. That is not how they treat people they love. The people they love the people they love, that's not how they handle it. That's not what they do to them. That's not how they relate with them. Somebody who loves somebody. He leaves his house to come and put his fingers in places and then he goes back. Yeah. 
Is that love? You see, you can't even answer. They do it because they find you cheap because you are easy. Yes, you are the easy spot. It's not like, that is not love. You are the easy spot. And his selfish cravings and lusts is what sends him, what sends him to you. You are, you, are like, you, are like food. you are like food for the serpent. So when the demons begin to move in him, then he also moves to the field. Why doesn't he go to that girl who, who even forgets to get her head done and she's always speaking in tongues? Why doesn't she go there? And you, you think you are not so, you are not sister spirit. You are not sister because you are sister lasty. Oh, don't deceive yourself think that you are beautiful. About beauty, it's not. We are talking about devils, it's not about beauty. It is not beauty, it's not beauty that fixes these things. We are talking about last, last demons eating dust, the flesh operating through the flesh, the manifestations of the flesh. That's why he keeps coming to you. That is why you kept going there in the twilight. In the night. That is why. That is why. Awkward places. Where things can't be done. But she's there. She's opening things for you to do. Awkward. Awkward places. And you are not afraid of that girl. You are not afraid of her. You are still walking with her. Sitting next to her. Talking to her. Smiling at her. You are not afraid of her. places is where is where she put her liquids on your fingers you are the as though you don't know what I'm talking about as though, as though I'm talking about the snowman the snowman as though I'm talking about the snowman As though you don't know what I'm saying. As well as someone I'm talking about the snowman outside. Sit down, let me finish and go home. So you see. You need the strength to destroy the serpent. If you know the serpent, you can't kill the serpent from the tail or the midsection. If you want to kill the serpent, you strike the head. Nowhere but the head. Nowhere but the head. To overcome the devil, you need the name of Jesus. You need the blood of Jesus. And you need the cross. You need, you need to take up the cross. 
Take up the cross. Deny yourself. Take up the cross goes with denying yourself. It, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't go by humanitarian works and by being nice. It doesn't go by being appointed as a shepherd or being appointed as this. No, take up, actually take up the cross. Actually rise up in prayer in the name of Jesus and bind, bind that demon, bind that Satan. Hey, stop So as I talk to brothers, I say, this girl, she's somebody's daughter, but she's destroying your Christianity. Cut her off. Then they'll ask me, you mean cut her off completely? I'm telling you, it's it's, it's, it's one of the amazing you mean, you mean, you mean I shouldn't talk to her again? I said, this, this, but they are not serious. They are not serious. You are, you are not serious at all. You don't, you don't have a real desire to do well in ministry. Your desire is fake. So long as you continue hanging around her, Chatting with her, texting with her. Your, your desire for me is fake. I'm telling you, you are fake. You are like CNN, fake. According to somebody, somebody said they are fake news. Not me, or somebody said it. You are fake. Your desire is fake. You are not serious at all. One day, I went out of my house. Went out of my house. I was, I must have been in sixth form or first year, I can't remember. I was on, it was vacation. I went out of the house. I met this lady, this sister in the church. She said to me, oh, sister so-so-and-so, I just met her. She's just skipping to your house. She said, you're going to teach her. You've been teaching her O-level maths. I said, yes, it's true. Because I knew the person was talking. The person comes for help. I said, Oh, do you know that she's really in love with you? She said, she said you are going to marry her. She said the two of you are. I said, I said, repeat it. Say it again. She said, oh, yes. I mean, it's like she thought that I'll be happy. I'll, I'll go, I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, we are praying about it. And I said, just repeat what you said. Oh, yes. She just left me. She's been telling us that, I mean, you really are really nice to her. You've been helping her. She believes that you, you guys are going to marry and live happily ever after. She did finish her sentence. I said, okay, thank you very much. I just, wherever I, I'm, I was going, I, I remember like yesterday, I, I stopped going where I was going. I went back to the house. When I got to the house, she was just sitting out there waiting for me. I said, I stood, I stood at, the, at the gate. I didn't even walk to the I said, I called her name. Her name starts with an S. I shouted the name. I said, come, 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 come. She thought, I have some revelation. She skipped, she skipped. I said, walk out of this house. Never come here again. She's a Christian. She was in the church. I go to church. She's there. I see her every Sunday, every Thursday, every all night. I said, I, I don't care two hoots. I said, walk out. I said, what? She was serious. I said, I said, walk out. I don't want to raise my voice. Just out. By the time my heart was beating, because I've seen the devil. You are still smooching people. You are not serious. You are not serious at all. You are not serious at all. That's why I said, your, your, I want to do ministry. It's fake. It's fake. 
Because the only thing I saw that day is that my Christianity is at stake. Whilst I am explaining to you, thinking that you are struggling with all levels that come, you are struggling. I just want to help you as a Christian brother. Not knowing as I'm talking, you are hearing exchange of vows. Never. I walked out. I walked out of the house and slammed the gate behind there. I didn't even go where I was going. I just went to the room. I remember my mother saying, what is it? What, what has happened? I said, it's none of your business. It's none of your business. It's none of your business. Whatever is, it's none of your business. Don't talk. Don't talk. You're fake. Young boy, you're fake. You're still playing games. These people who have been accessed to take, they've taken you down. They have, they have already, they've already thrown spots. Your calling, and you're still playing around them. Please, I finish. God bless you.